right off the bat, I'm going to apologize for the lack of episodes recently. Um, I had two trips to the ER for severe stomach flu. And Reverb, did you have any reasons? School and preparing to move, basically. Yes, because Reverb is free from the clutches of employment for a few (laughs) glorious weeks. Unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) Don't think about it like that. (laughs) It's good because I'm like, wow, I have all this free time. Like, I woke up this morning, I'm like, shit, I gotta go to work. And then I was like, wait, no, I don't. And then, then, like, two hours into it, you're like, god damn it, I have all this free time. (laughs) Yep. Exactly. I'm like, well, what do I do with my free time now? Mm Mm-hmm. It's good and, for. Oh, go ahead. It's good for my mentality because of free time, but it's also like, oof! Now, I, now I'm not making money. Yep. And speaking of Reaver preparing to move, this is probably going to be the last episode for a while. I know you just got a new episode after like a month, but bear with us. We all need to get situated in where we're in where we need to be, and we hope you'll stick with us. Nope. You have to. You're the co-host. I do. <laughs> I mean, I would appreciate it. <laughs> I would, I would appreciate it, Weeble. Oh, nope, that's it. I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, oh, so everybody, I'm Monochrome Tiger. And I'm Reaver Husky. And welcome to Growl. Alright, All so. Right. Wait, what are we discussing? I forgot. Uh, we're discussing the fact that uh, MFF, for the first time, for a furry convention in general, has breached five digits in attendance. Holy shit! Yeah, ten thousand seven. Uh, let's see. Oh my god, that article! I looked. At, I opened the article up, and the picture's cute as shit. It's Kuna Coyote. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Uh, I follow them on Twitter. They're an awesome artist. They like bees. Unbelievable. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, ten thousand hey, seven hundred attendees. We're becoming a force to be reckoned with. I need more coffee. You said it breached five thousand or five digits. It, in my head, that occurred. That was five thousand, as in like it was five thousand people. So I was like, "That's more than five thousand. That's a lot more than five thousand. <laughs> oh, oh, poor reverb. Okay, um, let's see. Fourteen hundred employed in Rosemont. I don't know what that means. Rosemont is the area. Ah, okay. One million square feet of convention space. How much space is that? Holy shit! It's exactly one million square feet. <laughs> well, no, well, no shit. But I mean, like, <laughs> space-wise, because that's bigger than the convention square, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Two hundred forty-two dealers in the dealers' den. Damn. A hundred thirty-nine dealers in the artist alleys. Damn. Seventy-four dealers in the artist marketplace. And 103 artists in the art show. And most importantly, $92,794 was donated to charity. 50000 of that was directly from the convention itself. And over 12000 was from Fox and Pepper's um, Spread Thy Wings concert. I love them too so much. By the way, have you yes. listened to the, you need to listen to their new album. Um, I have someone in a chat who says I'm the love child of Foxmore and Pepper Coyote, so I don't know how to feel about that. I could see that. Oh, come on! <laughs> come on. <laughs> okay. And now to our main thing, 
the uh, CNN special uh, Furries, This Is Life with Lisa Ling. I posted an article about it, and you still haven't seen it, right? Or I haven't posted an article. I linked an article. Yeah, you linked an article. I still haven't seen it. All right. Well, basically, it was a very, very, very – I'm going to say right off the bat. Despite my caveats, it was very, very, very good. Very good. It has followed three furries. um, Layla Spaniel. uh, What's the other guy's name? Uh, Captain Boone. Boons and Ashada. And it was a very good program. I highly recommend watching it. And but the problem is it kind of I don't know if it was unintentional or not. It kind of painted the picture that everyone in the fandom is deeply socially damaged and has to use furries as a crucial coping mechanism. I don't think that would have been intentional. Yeah, I don't think it was intentional. They might have gone too, just gone a little too hard into the furries are furries don't are nothing to fear stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, like I said, I don't think it was intentional that they did it. But like I said, I'm not going to completely disagree with it. A lot of furries are not the most like. Well, I, I'm not social I'm not creatures. Saying that it's not a thing in the furry fandom. I'm just saying it kind of made it look like we're all like that. Exactly. Which, I mean, even I've been through an abusive relationship. Yeah. And, let's see. It was a very good... I'll be honest, the program made me cry in a good way. And the one thing I'm kind of eh about is they interviewed Uncle Kage. Why Which I'm not sure how I feel about Uncle Kage, because I've heard a lot of things about him. What what makes you eh about it? Ow. Um, just what I've heard people say that he's a little too militant about the safer work side of things. That he's banned people from Anthrocon for not being safer work. That I'd want like more research on. Yeah, definitely. Me. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying I've heard that. Because I say I wouldn't believe that doesn't sound right. It doesn't. Because I mean that's every con. There's going to be a safer work side of it and a not safer work side of it. Yeah, you you can't not have that people are going to find a way to have it if you take it away exactly so there wouldn't be a point of it yes um and they did briefly bring up these dreaded well don't you guys just have sex in your fursuits thing and uncle kage kind of he did give a good answer he said we're humans humans have sex pretty much and that's true it is is very true well, obviously it's true. Humans have sex, which is something that, touching on the furry fandom, yes, there are people that do that. Yes, there are people that do that, and they are they are in the minority, but also, as a podcast, we're not going to completely sweep that under the rug and say, oh, ugh. Exactly. Which is something where I don't understand is, even looking into the furry fandom as an, ins- as an inside of the fandom, I'm like, okay, that's normal. Which, in reality, it's not, but Nothing about, this is going to completely derail the subject for a minute, but nothing about sex is normal. It's different for every person, every couple. Yes. So, um, nothing about not it is normal. Every se- not everything is normal to every person. Like, exactly. everybody's relationship is different. Exactly. Oh my goodness, is this going to be relationships in the furry fandom part two? Oof, no, let's not get into that. No, 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 I don't want to rant again. <laughs> I th- that was a good episode, though. 
It was a good episode. It's our most viewed episode, by the way. I was gonna say, I was like, yeah, it was, and I'm, I, I think it's because we both got a little heated with that conversation. <laughs> we did, and I was kind of like missing a little bit of my medication, so I was a little more passionate about it than I normally would be. Yeah, but no, I understand. I lost my train of thought where I was going. Yeah, you need you need coffee too, and I'm not used to podcasting anymore. <laughs> um, I'm reading, I'm skimming through this. You're skimming through it? Okay. I can cut this part out, and I actually will edit this episode for once. <laughs> for once. Yeah, also, I usually just... F- full disclosure, everybody. Before we rebranded the Growl, I would usually just take our two separate audio channels and just slap them together, sync them, noise reduction up so there's no background noise, and call it a day. Add the outro and call it a day, which I need to record a new outro. Yeah. I'm skimming through something else. What I mentioned okay. with Dog Bomb. Oh, Dog Bomb. Yes, yes. You wanted to talk about that. Okay. Him. So, yeah. I feel like I mentioned him in a previous episode. You might have briefly mentioned him. But I want to go in depth on this. And I got to go back and find it. Let but... me turn off my fan real quick. There we go. Okay. Continue. Okay. So, Dog Bomb. You may know, follow him on Twitter. and may know what is wrong with him. I do not. He has ALS. Ah, okay. But I don't think I've ever followed somebody on Twitter that is more stubborn than he is. Like like, stubborn in a good way. Yes, as in like, despite having ALS, he's still actively going out and saying, I can do this. I can do this. But he knows where his limits lies. Like, Mm -hmm. let me read some of this. Let me read some of his tweets. Okay, sure. I gotta go back and find it. Um... And, like, he did a ALS walk recently, and I think he earned, like, uh, here's the tweet. This weekend, Team Tony ALS, with over 100 furries and supporters, joined the walk to defeat ALS together. We helped raise over $34,000. Nice. Think about that. Yeah. As well as, like, the whole, like, vast majority of the furry fandom is following him to boot with it. Mm-hmm. and full-on like supporting him with it let's see i gotta find another tweet that makes me think about it yeah because one of our um uh, local friends gail actually has a dog bomb sticker on his car and i asked about it and obviously he told me but i'm gonna look more into this because this seems really inspirational and it needs it's a story that needs to be told it is and it definitely it needs to be i if it came to it I would want to dedicate a whole episode just to talking about how incredible he is. I mean, we can do our next episode basically just on the good that the furry fandom has done. Exactly. Honestly, we could that could be our next episode. I'll give Don't you this to that listeners. <laughs> we might forget, but <laughs> okay, I'll give you this. I'll give you one of the tweet. He posted this on December second. Hey Doc, here it is, December, and I'm still trucking. Yeah, I know I fall from time to time, and yes, I know I'm not, quote-unquote, being careful. But who cares? This is my life, and I make the decisions. I'll see you in 2019, sincerely, a a stubborn mutt. Nice. And and in that tweet, there's a video of him. He has the hiking stick, pokey-poke things. Yeah, the hiking sticks. And he's walking. Nice! He's not letting ALS, and that's something I love. He doesn't look at ALS like it's a disease. Mm Mm-hmm. He looks like it is a challenge that needs to be conquered. Exactly, he looks at it like a challenge that needs to be conquered. And how it comes off to me is he knows he's going to die. Mm-hmm. 
and he's come to terms with that and he is despite knowing hey there is an end i don't know when the end is it's there but i'm not gonna let that stop me from doing anything or proving that i can do it yeah and to quote a um youtuber that i used to follow heavily life's too short make the most of it exactly like even more there even another tweet he did this two days ago telling me i can't do something that i want to do is the surest way to get me to do it Mm-hmm. i get that <laughs> exactly and he posted something back in march the original post and that he that i saw back in march was als can kiss my fuzzy butt there's no known cause no treatment and no hope unless you help if you're able to you can and this again asking to help him Throwing a couple bucks towards it, the LOS program. Mm-hmm. It's because well- I've had I've known so many people, including my grandfather, who had severe neuropathy, that they just get bitter about it. They exactly. accept their fate, but in a negative way. Exactly, and he's accepted it, and it's something I think everybody needs to do is accept it in a positive way. Yes, definitely. Which is where, like, even with me having my PKD, I've accepted I hated it because i'm like wow i that is something that can affect me later in life i look at it like okay i can do what i want but i have to be careful what is pkd by the way um polycystic kidney disease basically there's Ah, little growths on my kidneys ah which requires kidney transplant oh yeah but yeah look at it like that it's a positive aspect on a disease Mm -hmm. which is what i think everybody needs to say have Mm-hmm. Granted, there are some diseases that are worse than others. ALS is up there. Yeah, definitely. not saying not saying it's worse than cancer or anything like that, but it definitely stands to be like, yeah, I can go do the thing that I want to do. Nothing can tell me I can't do it. Mm-hmm. But that's my spiel on it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know what to say because I feel like this is kind of like a personal call out almost in a good way because I was in bed till like 9am this morning, not wanting to do anything. And I'm walking around with no issues, no major issues, like a complete schlub. And I'm just like, Oh, my life is so hard. Exactly. And now I feel like I could have it a lot worse. Exactly. And I mean, everybody can have it a lot worse. Every- mm-hmm. I always think about that. That's the mentality to have. And everything could be worse. Yes. Even when you hit rock bottom, it could be worse. Yes, someone always has it worse than you. Exactly. And that's something I noticed with people that have mental, um, what's what I'm looking for? Disorders or anything like that, or just any disorder in the world. They all share that mentality. It could be worse. Mm-hmm. Even I share that because I have to deal with some stuff, too. Exactly. And it's going to suck, and it takes mentality, but or like a mental push to say, you know what? It could be worse, but I'm going to make the best of it. Mm-hmm, because... I've almost fallen into the hole myself of just letting it rule your life and you start using it as an excuse. Exactly. Which it shouldn't. Yeah, it definitely should not be an excuse. Yep. You should definitely make the most of life, for sure. Ex- exactly, definitely. Anyways, anything else we need to discuss? Um, Not really, because um, there were a bunch of articles about the furry fandom this past month or so, but most of them I don't even want to give the courtesy of discussing. Yeah... Yeah. Let's not do that. <laughs> yeah, let's definitely not do that. If you want to look up that shit, look it up yourself. <laughs> Anything else? Um, not really. I think we covered everything. I'm sorry, uh, listeners, for this being such a shortish episode, but we've 
kind of we're we're a bit rusty, and next time we're gonna be a bit rusty too. But we promise we'll get better. We'll have more prep time versus we're trying to get an episode in before I move. Yeah, this is purely we're trying to get an episode in before Reverb moves again. Exactly. Well, before Reverb moves, because yeah. last time it was like two months because I moved. Exactly. It's, yeah. And it'll probably be like that again because I'm moving and, and then like I'm getting up there. I'll probably be there in the apartment for like a week or two and then we're moving into a house and mm-hmm. getting settled. So it's going to be me unpacking my computer, all my stuff and everything mm-hmm. like that. So. When I get we really the, needed to set up ourselves mobile recording like things like I have get my nicer laptop. equipment for our desktops, but like use these little USB interfaces for just mobile stuff because really yeah. what thirty bucks? That's probably what I was gonna look at doing because I mm-hmm. have I mean my microphone I could unplug it and plug it in my computer and it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And I have a laptop that can handle it now, so it, it's always best to use a USB interface. Trust me, <laughs> it is. I'm also gonna look at getting a headset headphone deck pretty soon. Nice. Anyways, anything else? Uh, nope. All right. All right, everybody. This has been Growl, episode one with Monochrome Tiger and Reverb Husky, and we'll see you next time. Remember, we love you all. You can do the thing. You're amazing. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Growl Podcast. You can find Monochrome's Twitch at twitch.tv slash monochrometiggy. You can find Monochrome's Twitter at twitter.com slash monochrometiggy. You can find Reverb's YouTube at youtube.com slash reverbsrambles. You can find Reverb's Twitter at twitter.com slash reverbthehusky. And for news and updates about the podcast, go to twitter.com slash generalfurry. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.